So we're going to be exploring Joy Behar's massive $14 million real estate portfolio. And I thought this would be pretty interesting because it always amazes me how much money people who talk on TV make. So let's get right into it. So Joy Behar just wrapped her 23rd season as a co-host on The View. And it's no wonder she continues to joke about being glad to be fired. A longtime broadcast veteran, the outspoken liberal panelist, former radio host, and stand-up comedian, well, that's interesting, is reportedly making $7 million a year from the enduring ABC daytime talk show. Which, by the way, if she's been making like $5 million plus every single year or like at minimum $2 million plus every single year for like the past 20 plus years, she's absolutely horrendous with her money, to be honest, right? Because... To only have $14 million in like a real estate portfolio after making that kind of money is pretty insane. Now, here's the thing. I don't know what she has in her uh, stock market accounts, her brokerage accounts, her retirement accounts. I have no idea. Who knows? Maybe she has like nine figures in her brokerage accounts, her retirement accounts. I have no idea. But just going off of the real estate portfolio, because that's all we really have access to, uh, she could do better, honestly. So Behar, a Brooklyn native, remains the only original panelist on the 25-year-old show who regularly co-hosts despite the brief break she took from 2013 to 2015. Meanwhile... The 79-year-old author has written multiple books, which have earned her millions more. What amazes me more than anything is that, one, she has the audience to justify this type of money. That's shocking to me. And while Behar has discussed retiring soon, she will stay as co-host on View for another few years, which means a higher salary could be in the works. Her accrued wealth has helped her score a real estate portfolio worth an estimated $14 million today, and the Post has obtained property records that outline all of her real estate holdings. So New York City, Upper West Side, estimated worth $2.74 million. So Bayer purchased a two-bedroom, three-bathroom Upper West Side residence in 2017 for $2.4 million for a shorter commute time to the ABC studio. She was initially living a bit farther out at 205 West 89th Street. And here's the thing, right? If you are able to buy a place closer to work, that might be bring up the quality of your life, like in just like a personal sense, right? If you have a long commute, potentially trying to find a way to live closer to your job, closer to your work, closer to your own business, if you have your own business, would just probably 
make you feel a lot better. Her current pad is only a few blocks away from the View's West 66th Street location. Spanning 1,315 square feet, the condo, which can be converted into a three-bedroom, features a large balcony with views of Central Park. Honestly, it doesn't look bad, but it's just so expensive. So just steps from the park, Lincoln Center, and Columbus Circle, Bayard purchased the home newly painted and with refinished, uh, refinished flooring, according to the previous listing. Pegged as rarely available, it features an L-shaped corner living room, a separate den, a home office, a windowed kitchen, and a washer-dryer. And this home is estimated to be worth $2.74 million today. And here's the thing, right? I feel like, again, if you're working, if you want to work close to your place of business or work, or you're able to work at home, this probably would be a pretty nice place to stay at. That being said, like, this amount to pay for this is always going to be insane to me, right? Because like $2.74 million dollars, Almost anywhere else in the United States, almost anywhere, you could literally buy yourself a mega mansion and have like $1.3 million into investments that will literally pay for your lifestyle for the rest of your life if you structured it correctly, right? Like, it's just crazy to me. So a year before buying her new Manhattan home, Behar shut out a $4.75 million for a spread in Sag Harbor, which apparently is worth about $7.13 million right now, and it's located in the Hamptons. So made up of four bedrooms and 3.5 bathrooms, the property spans 4,500 square feet. Now, I do kind of like this family room. Like, this family room, it just looks very calm. Like, it's a very calming family room. Personally, I actually really like it, right? So, located just a few steps from the village in Haven Beaches, this is a traditional-style home that features the main residence, a separate cottage, and a goodnight pill. Pool? Goodnight pool. I'm guessing granite pool? I've never heard of the word goodnight. Goodnight. Interesting. Interior features include a chef's kitchen with a fireplace in a walk-in pantry, a formal dining room with a fireplace, and a living room that has another fireplace. Formal dining room honestly looks super outdated. The primary bedroom... Also looks extremely outdated. Is that like wallpaper? Really? The heated pool. Okay. The pool is okay. I think the pool, the backyard, is probably the best feature. The second floor can be accessed with two grand staircases, which includes an in-suite primary bedroom with a fireplace and an in-suite guest room. 
On the back of the property is the cottage, which features a full kitchen, a bonus room, and a loft. Gardens and manicured lawns complete the home, and the home is estimated to be worth the $7.13 million today. Personally, I don't think it's worth that. Like, I, like here's the thing. When I say that, it's probably actually worth that in the sense that she could probably get that right now. But when I say it's not worth it to me, meaning if I had the money to buy that at its basically supposed worth, I would not buy it, right? If I had $7.13 million in cash, I would buy probably a $1 million mansion, probably set up about $4 million to basically pay for the mansion and also my lifestyle, as in like I would use $4 million to basically fund my lifestyle, including the running cost of the mansion, and then the rest of the money is just going to be more for long-term investments. So the Hamptons Sag Harbor, buh, 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 worth about $4.23 million. the last home Bayer owns is another Sag Harbor estate that she transferred over to her only daughter, Eve Behar, last May record show. So basically kind of like an inheritance in a sense. So Bayer purchased the five-bedroom, four-bathroom property in 2013 for $2.02 million. Spanning 3,500 square feet, photos of inside the home are scarce since Bayer purchased the home off market. Before Bayer came to own the home, it was last purchased back in 2006. Built in 1901, the home has since seen a bevy of renovations and is estimated to be worth $4.23 million today. And here's the thing. I actually really like the idea of her transferring the ownership of this to her daughter while she is still alive. And the reason why I like that is because if you were to have like some sort of inheritance for your kids, you should, or at least you might as well, start transitioning things while you're still alive because you at the very least know that at least some of your wishes are going to be granted because you're actually actively getting it done. So, personally, I like the idea of her starting to basically transition funds or maybe just give some sort of inheritance to her kids or to her kid if this is part of her inheritance or if this is actually her whole inheritance, right? I don't know. I don't know their personal situation. I don't know their exact personal finance situation. I just like the idea of her, while still alive, giving gifts basically to her kid. And also, I don't have really any personal opinions on Joy Behar, personally. Like, I have no good or bad feelings towards her at all. So let's see some of the comments. So progressive to require that many homes. What about climate change? What about the housing shortage? She's a typical leftist, rules for thee, but not for me. 
I was shaking my head when I read that she gets paid $7 million a year. Are you kidding me? To spill all that vitriol. Let's see. $7 million a year to be mean and hateful to others. She's never funny. Oh, that's, if that's the case, that really sucks. Again, like, here's the thing, right? Like, I have never seen an episode of The View. I've maybe stumbled upon, like, clips of The View. So, like, I can't really give, like, a personal opinion on her because, like, I just literally haven't really ever seen her talk, like, at all, right? So, I don't know anything really about her <laughs> other than she owns roughly $14 million worth of real estate. Like that is literally the, basically the extent of my knowledge on her. Satan is good to his servants, especially the upper echelon tribe members, for a short time only, though. What a country. Where else can a nasty, no-talent, America-hating moron accumulate the wealth for such purchases? So Joy Bayer has changed over time. She began as The View's comic relief during the show's early years. Well, she was apparently a stand-up comic, okay, so that kind of makes sense. So as the series turned political, she became a partisan, and sometimes not a particularly educated partisan, as was evident when she adhered to the party line, refusing to acknowledge the validity of any points in an opposing argument. The more predictable her opinions became, the less attention I paid to what she was saying. Her shameless mugging, which came across like an ignored child, begging to be noticed, began to wear so thin, I began to understand why she may have been overlooked until she no longer was. When she became the last original member of The View, but to that point had never hosted the show, in the absence of Barbara Walters or Walters' successor moderators, all that said, Joy Bayar may have no filter, but when she has an original thought, I find her outspokenness refreshing. Bayar and her critics often react reflexively, but I don't have to look far to find balance. Now, that's interesting. That was an interesting comment. Like, this person definitely gives her, like, the benefit of the doubt, obviously, from this comment. And this is by, like, a girl, I guess, named Stacy. But I thought it was well put, this comment, because basically, in a sense, it's giving basically a uh, gentle, backhanded compliment towards her, right? So, that's pretty interesting. This woman has everything, yet is so bitter, I wonder why. Didn't realize being obnoxious and loud could make you a multimillionaire if only, if I only knew. The thing is, the reality is that if you knew how to get attention, then you are able to generate massive amounts of wealth. Like that is literally the only thing that really matters. 
in the sense of like media, if you're able to grab people's attention and keep them watching, you're able to make money some way, somehow. Shocker that someone crying inequality for all is worth millions of dollars. If you look up the word, I'm guessing word, not work, hypocrites in the dictionary, Joy Behar's face will be under the caption. I never dreamed stupid and unfunny could pay so well. No wonder everyone's dying to get into America. They all must have seen the view in their country. Interesting. Feel free to give your thoughts on this. Feel free to give your thoughts on her personally if you have thoughts about that. I personally don't have, again, positive or negative thoughts on her as a person at all because I just, I've just never really watched The View at all. So I can't really give a personal opinion on that. But personally, in my opinion, I think overall, she is probably not very good with her money, but is wise enough and cares about her kid enough to transfer wealth of her own to her descendant. So I do like that aspect of transferring that wealth. If you want to learn how to get out of debt and master your money and learn how I got out of debt as well and build up my own net worth, go down below and learn how to get out of debt.